morning, South Florida. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Welcome to Community Matters. Happy Sunday to you all. How are you feeling? I hope you're feeling blessed and highly favored. We woke up this morning. We are feeling good. And you know how Community Matters goes down. We talk to you about nonprofits, organizations, things, to, things that inspire us, things to make our lives better, resources, programs, and all that good stuff. And this morning, we are doing the same. Now, make sure if you've missed any of the past episodes of Community Matters, you head over to 99gmsmiami.com. It's right there. You can see all previous episodes, get past phone numbers, .org, .coms, all that good stuff because the resources are always there for you. And I'm talking Dave Broward and even sometimes Palm Beach County. We have things that you can utilize as well. So this morning we are here. We'll be speaking to Miss Monique Corker, known to the world as Coach Mo, and it's all about the handling risky business. And we'll explain what that is. But first, good morning, Coach Mo. How are you? Good morning, Queen. I'm doing well, and thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be talking with you this morning. And I'm excited to hear what you have to say because everything that you always talk about is so inspiring and uplifting and it makes us better people. And that's why you're on this show, girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's, that's the goal, Queen. That's the goal. Yeah. So what we're talking about this morning is the Bond Builder Introduction Masterclass for Mothers and Daughters. Now we'll get into what, well, just briefly tell me what that is. So Bond Builder is a program that's using evidence-based research curriculum from the One Circle Foundation. Um, as I conducted many Girl BU classes with our young queens, I started noticing that the work is being done with our young queens, but it's not having the same matched energy when they get home and deal with their mothers. And this mm -hmm. has been something I think that, you know, I think we all have experienced because we are all or we have all been daughters but not everyone will be mothers so that's one thing we do all have in common is that daughter stage in our life and there's a lot of trauma <laughs> a lot of um unhealthy communications and things that i feel need to be really brought to and you know the forefront for us to just discuss these things and make it more natural so, Coach, I wanted to ask you, like, how did you get here? Like, what is your history? Where were you born and raised? Um, what is your college degree? Like, what is your history that got you to this point that you're speaking, you know, to, to moms and daughters? So my background, I was I was born in Ohio, but raised in Gainesville. So I am a Gator. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I moved to Fort Lauderdale where I met my husband and we started a nonprofit organization called Handling the Risky Business. And the title itself is because we felt there weren't a lot of people handling the riskier business um, in our local communities. So from that, we've grown since 2007. And I've always had an issue of self-worth. Um, I, I didn't grow up with a healthy relationship with my father, which I, I think a lot of us can share some of those testimonies. Mm -hmm. um, but how they impacted me growing up, I made it a purpose to try to make sure I help encourage young queens not to do some of the things that I did, which then developed the Girl BU program. BU because everyone else is taken. We've got such a strong culture of followers. I just wanted to come into the space, bring positive energy and let people know, you know, even at 46, I got my master's degree, you know, and it's never too late for you to achieve things in the world. But degrees mean nothing if you can't identify your own self-worth and love for yourself. 
Yes, that's what I'm talking about. And I saw, and I recently on social media, which, you know, usually is something negative, but I saw this. It said that it's never too late to start over. And like, you can have a first, second, third, fourth chance. It's never the end. And I really agree with that. Um, Yesterday, high five to my niece. She graduated from FAU and in one of the portions of her of her graduation, they were highlighting people over 55 or 60, I think it was, that were getting their master's. And it was like 70 something year olds, 80 year olds. So that right there is proof that it is never too late and it's never too late to start over. It isn't. And it's also never too late to strengthen the bond between moms and daughters. You know, mm-hmm. when when daughters come into the world, there's a lot of pressure that is already put on mothers. And the first love that a daughter will feel will be from her mom because that's the natural birth of that relationship. That mother has carried that that daughter for, you know, nine months. However, the mom has had her issues probably from how she was raised. And these things become generational. They become projections onto our daughters of unhealthy expectations. And then we also don't know when to cut the umbilical cord twice. And I call that something that all moms have to embrace. We have to give birth twice. We have to give birth to the the transitioning stage after we've given all the direction. And that's where a lot of the heated, unhealthy conversations come in when we don't know how to let go. We don't know how to encourage and empower our young queens to really become independent. Exactly. And I love the fact that you are concentrating on mothers and daughters because a lot of the times we do focus on the fathers and daughters because of whatever the situation may be, father, daughter dance. I never seen no mother, mother and daughter dance. <laughs> and, and listen, and, and statistically speaking, you know, children living with mothers is literally the second most common U.S. living arrangement. Hmm. So that that's in itself strong enough for people to understand the pressures that mothers are facing as they're trying to raise their daughters. So this bond builder program helps introduce the the access to the balance of both. You know, there's a responsibility on both sides to a healthy relationship. And that's what our country is backed off of is reciprocity. So if we're not teaching our young queens how to handle reciprocity and everything is more of you need to do this or you need to do this or, you know, like they say, if, you're, if your mom's number is not the first person on your speed dial list, there might be a problem. And I have literally worked with so many girls that they would rather call their friend before they call their mom. And we got to fix that because mom should be that first speed dial number when they need that comfort, that conversation. Because I've always told people, my mom ain't never told my business. But girlfriends okay. will tell it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no more cold queen. I, I think the cold changed during the years, but the cold that, that the, the new generation has, it's just different. So you gotta practice a lot of mirror mirror talking. You know, we we do exercise mirror mirror on the wall because even a lot of our mothers and daughters don't know how to literally just look in the mirror. When I tell you. We look in the mirror for all the wrong reasons, Queen. We look in the mirror to prepare for the outside world. We don't look in the mirror to fix the inside of ourselves. Reflect on ourselves. Yes, Queen. Yes. 
So let me just break down the online workshop. It's for mothers and daughters. Is it all ages? Like how, what are the age groups of the, of the daughters? The age group is supposed to be 11 to 18 based on this curriculum, but Mm -hmm. I, I'm starting it at seven. Our little seven year olds are mature enough and girl can speak well enough that I think that's a healthy age to start introducing this terminology, this type of communication. And, you know, the the workshops are going to help introduce empathy and understanding. Um, Oftentimes, just really when each party needs to take a deep breath, because sometimes today might not be the day to talk about your daughter getting written up. If you just had a bad day with your boss Um, today might not be the day for the daughter to ask for another $150 when you know your mom might be going through something. So it's just, you know, having accountability, understanding borders and boundaries, exploring the messages and, and setting healthy messages and boundaries are what I hope. I'm not even going to say I hope. I know will help create well, movements and not moments. You know, a lot of the times as parents, um, parents tend to want to, hide from their children what's really happening, whether they're stressing over bills or whatever. But then when they start talking about finances and bills, it'll be when their tea kettle is overflowing because the child keeps asking for stuff or whatever the scenario may be. And they never talk about it rarely in calmness. Like, listen, this is what's going on. It's like, I ain't got no more money. Stop asking me money. That type of queen. Yes. Okay. So what you just said now, having just a conversation about what is what and what is at the moment. I mean, exactly. Having empathy for one another and understanding. Yes. And, you know, financial insecurity is something that I feel everyone faces. I don't care. Even the richest of the rich face Mm -hmm. some type of insecurity when it relates to their finances. And that's the good thing. You can always be down or you can always be up. But what we forget to incorporate is how to express that in a healthy manner. And if we don't talk about it as moms, I have a 21-year-old son and I have a 15-year-old daughter myself, and she helps encourage a lot of the information that we add into this because I have to listen to her. And I didn't realize a lot of moms have a codependency um, element attached to their kids. And we go over that. Like Codependency is so strong, especially in African-American households because we may be missing that other person or that other figure. So we attach so heavily to every aspect of our kids. I know you've heard people say, your daughter can't be your best friend. Oh, yes, she can be your best friend. But she's (laughs) your best friend. Yeah, but I respect you. Exactly. And that's how you create those relationships. It irks me when I hear people say, your daughter can't be your best friend. Actually, no, you should grow into the best friend ever through transformations of you getting older and your, your, your mindset changing. Exactly. So let's talk about this um, event that you're having. Um, again, it is titled um, the bone builder introduction masterclass for mothers and daughters. As we just said, you're starting the daughters out at seven years old, which I think is a good idea. And it's an online event happening Saturday, May 21st, next Saturday at 11, from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. And what should someone do if they're interested in being part of this class? Is there a fee? Is there a cost? Like, do I have to register? Like, what is the whole program? How do they do it? <laughs> 
Yes, they can definitely go to www.hrb360.org and click on the masterclass link. It will take you directly to the registration site. The, the introduction class is, of course, free. Uh, pricing will be discussed with participants that actively want to enroll in the eight-week session because I'm going to tell you one thing, Queen. I'm looking for moms and daughters who want to put in the work. So we'll know the moms and daughters that want to put in the work. And those are the ones that we're going to discuss all the rest of the eight weeks uh, breakouts. And oh, so it's actually also- not just a one day event. It's an eight week course more an eight oh, week master class. Yes, queen. I can't teach everything in one week. I mean, one day. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. That's a lot of, a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. So the, the introduction is for us to make sure this is the right program for our participants. And I'm the right fit to facilitate this program for the audience that I'll be serving. Um, it's important gotcha. to have that synergy together. So that's that's what that first day class is. Got you. So then and and, and every, the once they register and get through, then basically it'll be every Saturday thereafter from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Or how are the courses? Correct. Correct. And, and that will be uh, one like 90 minute session classes and mm-hmm. I can break them down really quick to just give everybody a peep. So the first yes, session will do. be the first session will go over just building safety. We've got to build the atmosphere of changing a lot of, you know, habits and behaviors and a lot of numbness. So there will be a lot of numbness that's going to be introduced in that first uh, workshop. The second mm-hmm. one will open up to start de- discussing what is really a healthy communication. How, how do you really communicate with each other? Um, the third one is communicating under stress. Um, that goes for both moms and daughters. You know, I, I work with so many girls. They are more stressed than we believe. Like it, it's the struggle is real. Like there's a phone watching everything they do. I'm so happy there were not cell phones back when I was growing up. OK, me too. <laughs> Me but yes, too. They, are, they are stressed. And um, the workshop four is building and deepening the trust. So as you can see, we're progressing um, from a, a safety mechanism all the way to how to have that healthy communication, because that's what creates the bond. If you can communicate, anything can be worked through. And that, that's in really any aspect of life in a relationship. Um, the fifth workshop is going to be setting proper expectations and meeting needs. There's a lot of false expectations out there for our daughters and our mothers. So we've got to bring that to full circle and look at this like a job description. You know, when you go to work, your job expects you to perform a certain way. There's certain expectations that moms are going to have for their daughters. There's certain expectations that daughters are going to have for their moms, but that's all negotiable as long as it's done within a healthy manner and there's healthy communication. Um, the sixth one is going to be the road trip to relationships. So how do you map out these agreements? How do you come to these healthy agreements without yelling? Um, you know, I got some moms won't eat, haven't talked to each other for years and these are mm. adult women. So, you know, I'm hitting the younger girls. I definitely know I've had some people tell me, well, we need an older version. We need, we need a, a mom. I, I, was just about to, I was just about to ask you that. Like if there's a person who's not within a, um, seven years old and 18 years old and has a weird relationship with their moms, is it okay for them to just come and maybe not discuss anything, but sit in as well? If there's room, if there's room, yes, definitely. Because there's, there's stuff you can still learn. 
But the goal is it has to be the partnership. So the mom and daughter or the mother figure, and you know, that could be any form of a female caregiver, um, has to be in attendance because you're going to go into breakouts to work these things out together. So if moms want to come on and just listen because they may have a strained relationship and they're older than 18 and don't want to have their daughter, I don't mind them listening because they can definitely utilize the tips. But if I do see the need to incorporate, you know, we got to become innovative. Um, I definitely can figure out how to, uh, you know, transfer this curriculum into an older adapted curriculum for a mature audience. Yes, I think the, the older people as well need to. I think um, my mom passed away, but prior to her passing away, I feel like the older I got, the better my relationship with my mom got. Not to say I had a horrible, rocky relationship with my mom, but it wasn't like I was going and telling her everything, all my moves that I was doing and asking her for her advice. I honestly wasn't in my 20s talking to my mom about, mom, I'm going to go intern at 99 Jams and I want to be on the radio. Like I never discussed those type of things with my mom because, you know, my mom was Latina and I just felt like. I don't know. I just didn't want to tell her because she was so, so medley. Like she was all in the sauce. I'm like, mom, sit down. So I just, I really feel like a lot older women need to correct their situation with their moms. You know what I mean? Cause it's a lot of hurt, a lot of baggage, a lot of things that we don't even know we're carrying around, but I love that you're starting at seven to even avoid that road that a lot of young women go through with their moms. A seven is a perfect age. Yes. And, you know, there's also studies that also predict the lack of self-esteem for daughters as it relates to the health of their relationships with their mothers. Um, You know, when you when you have a little baby or or, or a small child, the only thing they can attach to is your uh, physical responses. So if you do, if the child does something good, mom and dad or whoever is the adult is going to smile and applaud them. If they do something wrong, you're going to see the whole body language change. And that continues to happen through unconscious behaviors of mothers through disappointments when it could just be too high of an expectation. You know, if your daughter is a first generation college student and, you know, you want her to go to college, but she may be the next, you know, Oprah. We've got to learn how to incorporate a healthier conversation to empower her to become the best version of herself and not project our lack of commitment and follow through onto our daughters. And that happens a lot. And until moms hold each other accountable, think about it, queen. When's the last time a mom felt it was her place to step and talk to another mom and say, Hey, I don't think you handled that right. We don't do Mm. it. Not no more. We don't do it. Back in the day we did. (laughs) Yeah. Back in the day. And and we got to bring that back. So if we can start normalizing, like I hear a lot of normalizing luxury life for black women, normalize, no, well, let's normalize this bond that needs to be stronger. So we create stronger generational pass downs. This is a part of our legacy builder um, uh, pillar in handling risky business. You, we can't create wealth pass down if our relationships are broken. It just yes. won't work. And and I love that you're using the word um, generational curses because it really is like sometimes 
a parent will grow up not having a communication relation type of relationship with their parent. So that's how they were born and raised. And that's all they know. So now they have children and with their daughter, instead of being like, you know, Hey, Susie, this, this, and that they're like, Susie, didn't I tell you? And that's, and that's stuff that they learned and they're bringing it down to this daughter. So now Susie's here rolling her eyes and moving her head around and not just feeling like she could speak to her mom the way she yes. should. And this is what your course is basically teaching eight weeks, an hour and a half every Saturday for eight weeks. I mean, that is nothing compared to what they're going to gain out of this program. Right. And it's nothing compared to a lifetime of change and, yes. and fulfilled relationships. And, and like I said, just breaking the, 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 the bad curses that, you know, people, think things are wicked. This is not wicked. It's the truth. When you see unhealthy patterns continuously, you know, showing up, um, we're getting them from somewhere. So mm -hmm. until we start to, to recognize, and I'll give you a quick example, just from my personal. So I have a baby sister and I have a baby brother. Um, I had the, uh, projection of being mom too early. And as you know, African-American children, we are already looked upon as much more mature than what we really are. And a lot of responsibilities are pushed on to kids um, due to the living arrangements and things. And there's nothing wrong with that if the communication is healthy and not making it feel like it's a punishment or something that we did wrong um, yeah. because it, it created a bad relationship with my sister. I didn't know how to break that. I'm not her mama anymore. You get it? Like, mm. it was like, it was like, she had to tell me, listen, you are not my mama. I'm like, but for all these years, <laughs> okay, all, all these years that's been forced down to me that this is what I have to do. And I resented my mom for that because I almost didn't feel like I got to be a little girl. I didn't get mm. to understand what it felt like to make a mistake. I was literally told if she don't come home, you don't come home. I'm like, well, dang, I can't even join. <laughs> she was your responsibility, that part. Yes, yes. And Coach and Mo, I feel really mm -hmm. bad because I'm the younger sister. I have an older sister. <laughs> and everywhere my sister and my older cousin went, my mom was throwing me on top of them. And they'd be dragging me all over the place, all pissed off at me because they had to take me. But I'm like, it ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. And and then, you know, I mean, I can just sit back and think um, other unhealthy things that, you know, are passed down in my family yeah. were lack of healthy relationships with other women. Mm. I did not see my mom really communicate with a lot of women and my mom could just cut somebody off so quick. And, and of back. course, and not look back. And of course, that behavior happened to us as kids. If she got mad at us. Oh, she wouldn't talk to us and we mm. couldn't understand it. But, but guess who, guess who adapted that same behavior? And mm. I didn't understand cutting people off and cutting off relationships was just an easier way out than working through what the problem in the relationship was, how I could learn from whatever I could have done better in the relationship to be a better person. I took the pass down behavior of how my mom was and still is. I, I, she has not changed, but I've grown to know what I want to do and the way I want to show my daughter how to have healthier relationships. 
That is so awesome. So we've been speaking this morning to Monique Corker, who is known worldwide as Coach Mo. And it's all about handling risky business. It's the Bond Builder Introduction Masterclass for Mothers and Daughters. Now, it kicks off on Saturday, May 21st. But please, please, please head over to HRB. 360.org so you can register, get more information on the masterclass. And the masterclass is only eight weeks every Saturday, starting at 11 a.m. for about an hour and a half. And it will bond you and your daughters. I mean, what, like, come on, the relationship with your daughter and between a mom and a daughter is so important. And you can even use things that you use in the mom and daughter relationship fixer with your friendships, with how you treat people, with everything. So I think this whole bond builder masterclass that you have going on is amazing, Coach Mo. Well, can I just say one last thing, Queen? Yes, please. It's important for people to know this, this workshop is not for people that have or think they have an unhealthy relationship either. I don't want that to deter people because often I thought I was the perfect mom. I, you can tell me I wasn't the best mom in the world. Um, when we give our kids everything that we think they need, it isn't until you know how to open up those conversations. Am I really an ally for you? Am I really a good mother? Most moms don't ask that question. So I encourage, even if you feel your relationship is perfect to still come and join in because you'll have ways to even strengthen the bond that you have even more. There's nothing wrong with becoming stronger, but there's a lot wrong with not being a lifetime learner. And that part, and with that, I want to thank you, Coach Mo, for hanging out with us this morning, informing our 99 Jams listeners with such good information. All of you listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. 99 Jams, Community Matters. Have a great day.